don't really know what my word or theme is for 2022. I know something I've been leaning into super heavily. And for me, it's a huge part of my brand. It's a huge part of who I am. And I don't think this is ever going to change, but I want to continue to lean into let it be fun and let it be easy. And for me, things that are fun and easy are the simplest things in life. And it's really just about the simple joy. Consuming less has helped me become so fucking clear on who I am, what I want, what my real priorities are. And it's helped me shape my days and go after my goals in a way that I cannot even begin to express. What's up, boo? And welcome back to the Just Realize podcast. It's your girl Katie here, and I'm super excited for today's episode. It's podcast day, and we're running to the last couple of weeks of the year, and I'm so freaking excited. I'm really, really excited for some time off. Because what I'm most excited for is a fucking detox, a full-blown life detox. And I'm excited to do some reflection and some visioning for 2022. You know, I kind of let the year end without doing some kind of like reflection planning episode for the new year. And I've talked about this last year, and I'll talk about it every year. I hate New Year's resolutions. I've never actually set one. But in the last couple of years, what I've really leaned into is reflection and visioning. And for me, it's different than just a New Year's resolution. Like, we all know what we're falling short on and what we wish life was different in different ways and things like that. But I really want to reflect on what I truly desire and figure out how I'm going to get there and prioritize what those things are. Like, what are the things I actually really need to prioritize? So, super pumped about today's episode, and thanks for being here. I love you the most. Podcasting is one of my favorite, favorite things, and I can't wait to see what 2022 brings for the podcast. I know I have some juicy new stuff for January that I'm so excited about um, that I can't let the cat out the bag yet, but I'd love to hear from you. If you've been listening to this show for a while, I'd love for you to DM me, email me, whatever, and tell me, what do you want to hear? Who do you want on the podcast? What topics do you want me to talk about? My intention and goal with this podcast, first and foremost, is to inspire My favorite podcasts are ones that inspire me and educate me to take simple, actionable habits. I would say action. Simple, that teach me simple, actionable steps. That's what I'm trying to say. I love getting granular and I love getting specific. I love to hear what people that I admire do on a daily basis that set their days up for success. Like those are some of my favorite, favorite podcasts. And my biggest aha, I think this is my one of my really, really work to be done here is to realize that life is so much more simple 
than we think it is and that where we find joy and happiness can be really simple and that we don't always have to have this like over grandiose thing for it to be amazing that the simplest things can bring you joy the simplest things can change your life the simplest comments the simplest the thoughts the simplest things like taking a walk can truly fucking be life-changing and i really want to lean into that more and more and i don't really know what my word or theme is for 2022. I know something I've been leaning into super heavily. And for me, it's a huge part of my brand. It's a huge part of who I am. And I don't think this is ever going to change, but I want to continue to lean into let it be fun and let it be easy. And for me, things that are fun and easy are the simplest things in life. And it's really just about the simple joys, the simple habits, the simple hacks, all of those things. So that being said, I can't wait to continue to share those things as I uncover them for myself. And I can't wait to continue to bring other amazing women on the podcast who can share their little simple life hacks that have changed the game for them and get really granular and get really specific. So that's a big inspiration for today's episode. But before we go any further, message me and let me know, like, what do you want to hear in 2022? What's been on your mind? What's something you've been struggling with? What's something maybe that we've talked about or someone that's been on the show or someone you want on the show that's totally changed how you show up and you want more of that? DM me on Insta, Katie Allen Stylist, or send me an email, katie at katiejuststyle.com. I would love to know. And I know I'm asking you to do tons of work because the next thing on my mouth is going to be, and if you love, love this show, would you rate and review it for your boo? I would appreciate it so, so much. If you message me or email me and tell me that you rate and reviewed the show, or even if you message me and tell me something that you want to hear more of on the show, I was thinking, because I want to get this out to more and more people, I will send you my fashion framework that I share with all of my clients. It's not a personalized fashion framework. It's a simple, fun, easy fashion framework to get started every day. If you truly don't know where to get started, it's here's a simple way to begin building an amazing outfit every day. And it just gives five simple tips to think of when you're getting ready in the morning and you're trying to put together an outfit or you're trying to establish maybe what's missing from it or how to make yourself feel amazing. So if you're like, yes, Katie, I want that, DM me. Let me know what you want for the podcast or send me um, a message letting me know that you rate and reviewed it and I'd be super pumped to share it with you. Also, if you are about to do your own visioning and reflection session for 2022 and you have super fucking big goals on there like crush it increase your visibility make more money in your business go for that new position like really refine your leadership skills and that involves getting styled getting a photo shoot feeling amazing in your body every day then let's connect schedule a free discovery call. It's just 30 minutes. We hop on the phone. You tell me exactly what you're looking for. And I'll tell you how I'm helping people and what's going on in my world. And then we just decide if it feels good or not. It's completely no pressure. 
It's simple, it's fun, it's easy. It's just a way to see, does this feel good for you? Is it a good fit? Like what I'm doing with the clothes and how I'm helping women feel amazing and reconnecting back to themselves, is that something that you want to do? Easy peasy. You know me, you listen to the pod, like let's hop on, let's have some fun. That's all it's about. So head over to the website, book a free discovery call today, katiejuststyle.com backslash contact. I believe it is. It takes you directly to my calendar. It's up there. Schedule it. Let's do this. I mean, 2022 is going to be the best year ever because I'm banking on some 1111 energy. And you guys know that 11 is my number. So that being said, without further ado, let's hop in and talk about five habits that I'm taking into 2022. It's these little things over the years that different coaches and different women I admire and my friends and my husband and like all the people who are in my crew have talked to me about, we've shared, like held each other accountable for these habits. And these are the ones that have changed my life. Now I'm sharing these as take it or leave it advice and make it into your own, right? For me, these work really well as a business owner, as a mother of two small kids. um, This is just what works well for my life, right? I would say that my family is my biggest priority in my life. And then next comes my business, which I'm super fucking passionate about. So it is an all-consuming passion for me. And these five habits have really, really helped me feel good on a daily basis because even though my family is my number one priority, that can get overwhelming, that can be stressful, and that can bring anxiety because protecting your kids from negative emotions and negative experiences in life, it's one of the hardest fucking things to do to separate your emotion and letting, I mean, maybe you don't agree with me. One of the hardest things I have struggled with is letting my kids experience negative emotions. Like it fucking, I want to save them from the world. So take or leave these tips. These are things that have helped me. And there are five things I continue, plan to continue to do um, as I head into 2022, and especially over these next two weeks. Fucking cannot wait to do all of these on my own timeline without any fucking school drop-offs or pickups. So number one, and I'm going to say this once and I'm not going to say it again, Obviously, I realize that some of these come with major privilege, and I know that, I recognize that, I see that, but I also believe by doing these things that I can create impact from my privilege, and that's how I plan on using it. So that's my disclaimer, because number one might be triggering for some people, but number one is consume less. And by consume less, I'm going to start with stop watching the fucking news. Stop watching the news endlessly. I am not saying that you don't need to keep up with what's going on, but find a trusted like resource for you that informs you in a way that feels good for you. I have a friend who watches the news consistently and I'm can't make people change their habits, but I think that if this person stopped watching the news, that they would be able, gain some clarity in their life that they desperately are looking for. 
I have not watched the news in years. I don't have cable in my house. You know when things fucking happen, right? I didn't have news and I don't watch the news for all of the pandemic. You think I don't fucking know what's going on? You think I wasn't informed about any of the things that happened in 2022 that were directly related about the pan- from the pandemic but weren't about the pandemic? I pick and choose where I consume my media. My entire career prior to this was based in media, public relations, and marketing. And I'm here to tell you that shit's not always what it seems. You have to be really fucking discerning about where you choose to get your news from and what you want to believe and like do some soul searching for that. But I just... Consuming less has helped me become so fucking clear on who I am, what I want, what my real priorities are, and it's helped me shape my days and go after my goals in a way that I cannot even begin to express. It's uncomfortable, and yes, I've been in uncomfortable situations where obviously I wasn't the first person to know that something was happening because I wasn't consuming the news, but you know, you find out, you know when it's important, you will know, right? But I'm going to take it a step further. I'm just not even going to say social media. I think we all know that we need to consume probably less social media. So how that's coming up for me with social media is timers. I set the timer on my social media for an hour a day and it goes off. And unless I'm in the middle of a fucking live, which has happened, I stick to that as best as humanly possible. I really, really do. I a thousand percent enjoy checking my DMs and connecting in there. It's one of my favorite things to do. It's one of my favorite places to connect with people. But it doesn't stop there because for me, then I get sucked into the, and tell me, has this ever happened to you? I go to search something on social, like a person, because we all know that everyone's not popping up in your feed that you want to see. I'll go in there to search a person or a thing or a brand that I really love that I'm trying to study or get some information from. And next thing I know, I am down the fucking rabbit hole on the search engine of Instagram looking at Nick Cannon's baby's mamas, okay? I don't care, like, in my heart of hearts, how many kids this man has, when their birthdays are, or the names of their mothers, but I know that information now because I got sucked into just, like, the hole, right, of, like, I was numbing, I was killing time, I was buffering probably because I was scared to do something um, that was going to move the needle in my life or my business. So I'm trying to be super, super intentional around that, and then when I hit that timer, and if I hit that timer and I'm not done with my day and I have not like connected with people I wanted to connect with, I have to like get really clear with myself and say, okay, so how'd you hit this timer so fast? And it just kind of, it gets you out of the zone, right? Willpower is a really hard thing to have. And I see this with my daughter all the time when I set her YouTube timers, like when a timer goes off, it cuts you off in the middle of a thought. And you, you have to get really clear with yourself and say like, okay, do I really want to get back on or not? Because now I have to press a button that says, hey, do you want 15 extra minutes? Or hey, do you want to ignore your timer for the of the day? And it's just enough of a pause to make you think, okay, am I breaking a promise to myself? Because that's not a habit I want to take into 2022. Detoxing is something, if you know me, you know, is really, really big for me. I try to do a digital detox every weekend from consuming um, on my phone, Emails, social, Voxer, all of the things I try to shut down and be super intentional and present with my kids. 
and myself, not just my kids, myself. And I try to fill my weekends with things that I love to do or family events or whatever. The other thing, and this is also number one on my consume less, consume less um, goal is, and I can't even believe I'm going to say this, but this has come up for me recently, less books, less books. Pains in my heart a little bit, but I had this epiphany a couple weeks ago. I love books. I love to devour books. They get me so fucking inspired. My mansion goes nuts and I'm like flipping all around with these amazing ideas and I have papers of ideas everywhere around my house. And a lot of them say the same thing and like they're more fleshed out thoughts of the first thought, but I'm not giving myself the time and space to create from a place I really want to create. And I want to keep it simple, like I said in the beginning of this. And I'm not letting the books that I read sink in before I move to the next one. I'm not executing some of the ideas that come from these books, the inspiration that I've gotten from these books. And I'm not really like totally letting it, um, I don't want to say fester, <laughs> propagate, like grow, like I'm planting the seed and I'm not watering it. And I really want to do more of that in 2022. I want to be, I want this to be the year of fucking intention and dreams and like clarity on what that means for me. So habit number one that I'm taking into 2022 is consume less, period. And how does that feel coming from me as someone who's creating podcasts, right? Creating content to be consumed on a regular basis. It feels weird, but it's true. I only want people who feel like I totally, totally resonate with them to listen to this podcast and feel like they're totally getting something out of it all the time. And if that's not, and it's just more noise to the overwhelm, then I ultimately believe it's not the best. It's not what you need in your life right now. So number one is consume less. Number two, time blocking and day batching. So We've all heard about time blocking. We've probably all heard about day batching, but it's one of those things until you actually do it and maybe you've done it and you hate it, but it's changed my life. So I have noticed that when I'm really, really scared to do something, if I time block and it can be increments of 10 minutes, if I time block my day, I can actually do those things. One of my favorite best examples of this is when I was still working and I wanted to launch a freebie on journaling because journaling has changed my life. And the community I was in at the time and the mastermind I was in, we were talking about, um, well, we were talking about business. <laughs> and I was like, I really want to do this. And the coach was like, okay, well, you can time block. You can do 10 minutes a day and by the end of the week, see how much you've done. And I was like, bullshit. I did it for 10 minutes a day, and it only took me less than two weeks to get that freebie. Now, obviously, I've grown and changed so much from then. So looking back, I would change a lot about it, but I did it in less than two weeks just by setting out 10 minutes a day every day. So I've become really, really intentional around time blocking my days, and I try to do 50 minutes at a time. And then take a break because if I don't take breaks, I get worn out super, super quick. And it's really weird and frustrating, especially when you're creative and you're trying to be in a creative flow and you're trying to tap into that energy and it's really hard to make yourself stop. But I know the days where I take actual breaks and if I go for a walk or I'm like, fuck it, and I flush the format and just do whatever I want for an hour, 
those are the days that like I'm the most productive and I love fucking doing that. But it only comes when I've time blocked those certain times for the big, hairy, scary projects. And I love it. But the real game changer for me was not just time blocking. The real game changer for me is batching my days. And as an entrepreneur, yes, this is a little bit easier for me to pick what days I'm going to do what. And when I was in corporate, and I won't say I was transitioning to running a business because I didn't have a business, but I was running the podcast. I still did this on some level because there's still a rhythm and a cadence to your schedule. Usually when you work um, in a corporate setting and I'm assuming that if you're listening to this podcast, I don't, I don't even want to say that I'm assuming. Chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you are an amazing woman who has some influence and you could influence some of these changes on your team at your company if you're not currently working for yourself. But batching your days, I simply do certain things on certain days of the week. Certain days of the week represent different feelings for most people, right? Like as the end of the week flows, I'm definitely winding down and don't want to be as creative. I'm ready to kind of like get things done and then mentally start shifting into the weekend. So as the end of the week comes for me, I turn more into a like, let's put a bow on it and wrap it. I'm not starting any big writing projects on Thursdays. I'm ready to wrap things up. So for me, a little bit of like what my schedule looks like. Mondays, I keep my calendar clear on Mondays and I use Mondays as a creative space. I usually have my mornings blocked off to do client work um, where I give myself that space to get really creative with whatever's going on with my clients. And then in the afternoon, writing. Tuesdays is podcast day for me. I, I don't know. It just is. I love doing my podcast on Tuesdays. Wednesdays and Thursdays are call days. And then Fridays for me is about a lot of prepping for the next week, making sure things are tight. That's where I do a lot of my personal calls. Like if I'm meeting someone um, for mastermind or if I'm doing a training call or something like that, I try to save a lot of that stuff for Fridays and doctor's appointments and fun things like that. So whatever that feels like for you, you can like go in there and time block your days. That's the second thing that I'm taking into 2022 is tasks that I do on each day of the week. And what I have really found for me is like if I have a whole day that's just writing or it's just shopping, that I can get into that flow and my brain can get like hyper-focused on that thing and it gets easy and it's amazing and like so much good stuff comes out of it. But when I'm flipping between like five different tasks and I'm shopping for a client and then I'm writing an email and then I'm recording a podcast and then I'm hopping on a zoom call like my brain's all over the place and it's really hard to stop whatever that momentum was and that one thing and shift to the next thing so that's worked out for me really well the third thing i'm taking into 2022 the third habit i'm taking into 2022 is my morning ritual and my afternoon moves so my morning ritual i feel like this is a whole episode by itself but And to each their own, I feel like mothers really benefit from the morning ritual because if your house is like my house, from the second that the other people in my house wake up, either they have something, (laughs) I don't want to say that they need me, but the feeling of need wakes up with them 
And sometimes like my work to be done is perceived, right? Some of that is perceived. I'm not dumb. I know that. But that's why my morning time is so good and so sacred for me is because I have this time before anyone else is up to ground myself, to exercise, to meditate, to journal, to dream, to vision, to plan, whatever it is on my mind. I have this time carved out for myself. I can get super clear on what I want. So then by the time everyone else in my house starts to wake up, like I've already fed my soul. I've already filled up my cup. So I'm not pouring from an empty cup. It's been amazing. Make it your own. I will never forget the first time someone said that to me. I was like, you don't even know what time I get up. And like, what time would I have to fucking get up to do this? But it has really changed my life. And I currently have a solid morning routine and I wake up really early, but I like it because I like going to bed early because I like to fucking work out in the morning and I don't want it to be six minutes. So I like a good 30, 45 minute workout in the morning and I want to meditate and I want to journal. So yes, I have a pretty long morning routine, but it's amazing and I wouldn't give it up for the world. And the days I don't do it, like on weekends or vacations, I feel it in my body, even not even just the working out part, um, but like if I'm not journaling or connecting, like I did some dream journaling this morning about my life and what I want in my life. And I haven't done that in a long time. And I was like, oh, I miss this so much. But I'll let myself slip on the weekends. Okay, I will give myself time off on the weekends and on vacations. And I'm not saying I don't need that, but I have to always remember that if things start to feel a little off or wobbly, to come back to that. Because it's really important to me and it makes me feel good. And it's a habit I want to keep in 2022. But along with my morning routine, the afternoon check-in before my kids get home has been a really, really big one for me. And it's one that I drop. It is the one that I will let slip every day, especially if I feel like I'm busy and I want to get some stuff. I'm in that mad dash rush to get some things done before they get home, but it's not serving me. So I call it afternoon moves. And most days I go for a walk. But if I can't go for a walk and it's raining, I will even try to just like squat or do jumping jacks or yoga, fucking something to just like kind of release any of the energy around not feeling like I finished everything on my to-do list or that I'm not working hard enough because that comes up for me a lot. And by moving my body, it helps me release that energy before the kids come home and I can be present because that's something I'm really, really working on. Number four, the fourth habit I'm taking into 2022 is reflection oh my god i will not reflect my monthly reflections are trash but then the months where i reflect on what happened in the past month are the best months for me i get so much clarity i feel so much better i know what my goals are instead of being afraid of something or not being sure why i feel overwhelmed i can pinpoint it so much more clearly, but I will be completely honest with you. An end of month reflection is the one thing I will let go of every single time. I probably do it about every other month because I will skip a month and the next month I'll do it and I'll be like, oh my God, I'm going to fucking take over the world. Like I know exactly what I want to do. And it's so refreshing. Like I love it so much. So I jotted down when I was thinking about this episode, a couple of different ways to check in for reflection because I think it's so, 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 so important, right? So you can do it daily. Like sometimes I'm really good at this. At the end of the day, I'll try to write down like, here's three big scary things I did today. And I try to celebrate it and hold a moment for it. 
You could check in weekly. Like Fridays are always a fun day for me to do check-ins. Obviously, I mentioned monthly. You can do it quarterly. You can do it yearly. This whole episode, I started out saying at the end of the year, I'm going to do a reflection. But if you're like, that's too much and I don't want to do it. How I started my reflection, it was with moon, with tracking the moon. So on the new moon and the full moon, using those times and spaces for knowing what they are. I have episodes on this like back in the day when I first started doing this of like, what am I, um, you know, releasing or manifesting? What intention am I setting? Things like that. And I will use a new moon and the full moon so twice a month, if nothing else, to check in with myself. And I think those are really fun times to reflect. But reflection has been such a big piece of my clarity on what I want to do and how I want to do it without me needing to search outside of myself. So what I'm trying to say, I guess, is that reflection for me has helped me with my self-validation and not feeling like I need to look outside of myself for it. So when I'm doing reflections, things I think about are things I'm celebrating, what I'm letting go of, what I'm visioning, trying to bring into my life, what I want to stay curious about. Like if it's something that I feel like I'm struggling with a little bit and I attach myself worth to it, like, oh, I don't know, fucking Instagram, I try to remind myself that I'm just staying curious about it. And another piece of the reflection that a couple of years ago, I, you, I would have never said this, but I'm trying to go back and look at the data. Oh my God, I hate that word. And balance it with my emotions because this comes up for me a lot. Like the stories I tell myself in my head around how much money I have, how much money I'm spending, how much money I'm making, how many calories I'm eating, how many calories I'm burning, um, how many people are reading my emails, how many people listen to my podcast or whatever. For a long time, I avoided those numbers because I didn't want to get caught up in them and attach myself worth to any of those. But when I try to stay curious about it, what I can do is see if they are validating my emotions or not, and then ask myself, how do I get curious about it? And then just use them to make decisions and let myself know that there has nothing to do with my self-worth, my value, or the negative emotion. It's a tool. So I'm really trying to use reflection as a tool to getting 1% better every day. The number five habit that I'm taking to, into my life, I've done like three or four episodes on this. I did a whole series. I'm probably going to revamp it because it's always changing. It's always growing. And who doesn't want a good um, weekly planning sesh in 2022? But for me, it's my weekly planning for my previous week. I mean, my ahead week, like I kind of mentioned. So Fridays, speaking of batching days, going back to that one, one of the big things I do on Fridays is a weekly planning session that I call styling my life. Truth be told, like swear to God, before I came back to styling, before I came back to clothes and fashion, I had started calling that process my style session because for me, it was all around styling my life for how I wanted to feel right? Kind of like designing your dreams, like whatever that is for you. Everyone has their own name for it. And I wanted to make my own name. I didn't want to use someone else's because I wanted something that resonated with me. So in the very beginning, probably when I first started my podcast, because I had done podcast episodes on this before I'd ever come back to being a stylist, is what I call styling my life. I know I have repeated this quote ad nauseum and butchered it, but like James Clear said that, vague dreams 
are what kills your days, right? When we don't know what our dreams are, then we let our days get filled with bullshit because we don't know what else we're supposed to be doing because our dreams are too vague to know. So when I started planning my weeks, I actually have the next two weeks of my life planned out except for my vacation, but I did write down goals of things that I want to do when I'm on vacation, like fun things to do. So when we're all sitting around overeating and over drinking and over consuming, I can pause and say, okay, so I want to do the fire pit with the kids one night and do s'mores. I wanted to watch this family movie. I start to always think about what fun things we can do as a family on vacations or on staycations like Christmas break. And I will make myself like a little holiday break goals list. I don't know if goal is the right word, but I'm kind of just being really intentional about what I want to do. It's like fun. I'm like, making sure I'm creating the fun because if not, life will happen. The days go, your vacation is over and you're like, I had all these plans for my vacation and I didn't get to any of them because you're not being, I'm speaking for myself, not being intentional with my time. So my Styling My Life session is a weekly planning session where I take my planner, I posted about this and my um, monthly newsletter lasts on the December roundup. So if you're not subscribed to the email list, on that monthly roundup, I send out like, here's some things I'm fucking loving. And I tag them in my email and just kind of share like a top five. So you can go sign up for that on the website if you want. But I shared my planner that I use. Fucking love it. I have my erasable pens and all the different colors. And I go through and I literally style my week. And I put things for myself. I always start with myself first. And I put like my routines, um, like my workout routines for the morning. Maybe one day I'll actually put what food I'm going to eat. 2022, I think my number one priority is going to be my physical health. My spiritual, mental, emotional health has been number one for the last couple of years. And while that consistently needs work, I think I need to make my physical health a priority in 2022. So that goes in first. Then I layer in family stuff. Like I'll block off time for the drop off and pick up for the kids. Then I will go in each day and layer in only two or three priorities because there's no fucking way I'm actually going to get more than two or three really big th things that move the needle in my business or my life done in a day. I will get thousands of things done in a day because I'm a boss ass bitch like that. And yes, I know I'm trying to work on that, but there's two to three real priorities for me every single day. Now, those match the batching schedule I mentioned, like depending on the day of the week or what they are. And I try to leave space. Well, going forward, I've carved out a space for celebrations where I'd want to start on that week in that open page planner, a space to actually write down my celebrations. And then in the corner, I always will list my goals. Again, when I say goals and just hearing myself talk out loud, I feel like I need a new word for this. I have like a personal goal, business goal, and a family goal each week. And a lot of times my family goal is just like one intentional family time together. Because as your kids get older, maybe some of you experience this, maybe some of you like can't fucking wait for this. They tend to create their own schedule and they want to do their own things. And like until my son broke his clavicle, like he was literally in his room consistently. So it was more important for me to make sure I had this time scheduled and that he knew ahead of time, like, hey, this day, this time, like you're going to be downstairs with us. So don't plan anything because this is what you're doing because it's really, really important to me that we're spending time together as a family. And that also has changed my life. And by doing these five things every week, I feel like 
I'm fucking mastering my life. I feel like I'm in control. And what makes me feel really good is just having a plan. I know that the plan's going to change and that's okay. But if I have the plan in place and then the plan changes, I can just come back to the plan and say what changed and now what's going to change going forward. But if I don't have the plan and shit's always changing, like it's like not having a foundation. It's like, I don't have the foundation to build the house on and every day I'm trying to build the house and the house keeps falling down because it has no foundation. So even though the house is going to shift and I'm going to change my mind on the paint color or maybe we decide to put tile in the bathroom when we were just going to do waterproof hardwood, does that even exist? I don't know. Now I can make those changes because I have the foundation and ultimately I know what it is. So that's why this shit works for me. So real quick recap, five habits that I'm taking in to 2022 to be more productive, to live out my dreams, to be the best fucking biggest version of myself is number one, consume less. Just think about that. What does that mean for you? Number two, time blacking and day batching. Number three, my morning ritual, making sure I'm super consistent with that. Number four, reflection, constant reflection. And number five, continuing to style my life for how I want to feel. All right, lady, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let me know what takeaways you have, what ones you're already doing, what ones maybe you want to get better at, or what are some of the other habits that you have that are amazing that you want to share with me and some other amazing ladies. Let's have that conversation too. So again, hit me up on Insta if you want to um, talk about the podcast at all, what's coming up, what you want to see more of. If you review it and you want that easy fashion framework that you can start um, instilling every morning, talk about an amazing morning routine, or if you are ready to up-level your style, boo, in 2022, you've got that photo shoot planned, you've got that rebranding, you got that big talk, you got some big goals, hit me up and let's jam on style. I'd love to support you in that space if it feels good. So DM at Katie Allen Stylist or email me Katie at Katie Just Styles. And I will see you on the other side. Talk to you soon. Bye.